Chapter Thirteen of Cycling in the Alps by C. L. Freeston. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Engadine. Sixty miles of cycling without a yard of walking and in Alpine country is assuredly as tempting as it is unique a prospect. We have seen how, on one pass after another, there has been much climbing to be done between altitudes ranging from 1,400 to 9,000 feet. Below the former limit, the possibilities of continuous riding might seem feasible enough, but there is nothing in the Engadine that is lower than 3,343 feet, while it rises even as high as 6,090 feet, so that there is no lack of invigorating air. In fact, it is bracing to the last degree, and though a difference of 2,747 feet may seem formidable enough when crowded into six miles of road, as on more than one of the passes, it is reduced to the infinitely little when spread over sixty. So far as any perceptible gradient is concerned, the Engadine is virtually level from end to end, with very few undulations indeed, and nothing that is unridable if the route be taken from the Maloya end, and very little if from Martinsbrook. The exquisite beauty of the lakes is the leading charm of the upper Engadine, but they are closely rivalled by the noble contours of the snow-capped peaks, and by the attractive series of picturesque villages following on each other in quick succession. No other lofty valley can equal the Engadine in this particular. It is further remarkable from the fact that it has no less than twenty tributary valleys of importance, and, as we have already seen, it is entered by six diligence passes, as well as numerous bridle roads. The lower Engadine is chiefly noteworthy for its well-wooded ravines, well-posted castles, and for its charming health resorts in the neighbourhood of Schulz. In dealing with the Fluella, Albula and Julier passes in turn, I have described the points of entry from the east, and it only now remains to give some necessary details of the straightaway journey from end to end. Maloya, a favourite resort of Londoners, has one gigantic hotel overlooking the lake of Sils, and a more modest concern, but more suited to the roving wheelman at the head of the pass. The lake of Sils, which the road closely adjoins, is splendidly situated in an amphitheatre of mountains, and, like all the Engadine lakes, is of the loveliest emerald hue. It is about four and a half miles in length, and the village of Sills, from which it derives its name, is at its lower end. A promontory there divides it from the Lake of Silver Plana, which is two miles long, and has very similar surroundings. The village of Silver Plana, 5,958 feet, is seven and a quarter miles from the Maloya Kulm, and this initial stage of the journey is a veritable dream of delight. Along a low-level lake, Cycling is sultry, but here the atmosphere is as innovating as the prospect is entrancing. Silverplana vies with Sils Maria, which is opposite to Sils, as a desirable place for a stay. A few yards farther, a third lake, that of Kampfer, is reached, and at the village of that name, beyond the lake, the road divides, leading straight forward to St. Moritzdorf, 6,090 feet, the upper village, or to the right, to San Moritz Bad, 5,805 feet, down by the lake, the fourth and last of the series in the valley below. 
it is needless to expatiate on the attractions of this well-known resort which is a centre of fashionable activity in summer and winter alike to the cycling tourist it is chiefly noteworthy as a place where he can find a cycle shop if need be and buy english newspapers but as a place to stay at it is less desirable than any in the vicinity st moritz is essentially dressy and the wheelman will have to blush for his clothes if he puts up at one of the huge and hideous hotels which have ruined the beauty of the place both at the dorf and the bad one does not know whether to be amused or saddened at the way in which dame fashion has invaded this mountain home the social atmosphere of which is that of paris and wholly incongruous with that of nature herself from samoritz bad a road ascends alongside an electric tramway to samoritz dorf and thence there is a comparatively steep descent through larch woods to the little village of cresta about a mile and a half away it is this winding hill which is the scene of the famous cresta run of the winter tobogganers when the snow is artificially banked to enable them to take the corners in their downward flight close to cresta is another village that of salarina from which a road to the right branches off to the attractive town of pontresina which should of course be visited if the cyclist has not already taken the benina round pontresina is somewhat fashionable but less so than st moritz and has great natural beauties economical considerations however suggest samaden as a stopping place from which the attractions of either of these resorts may conveniently be explored the last-named village the largest in the engadine is two miles beyond celerina and fifteen miles from maloya including the diversion to st moritz bad at samaden the valley is at its broadest and the village commands a fine view of the Benina chain of mountains, and a long vista of the Engadine highway. Straight through the valley flows the river Inn, from which the Engadine derives its name, and the road runs alongside, passing Bevers, 5,610 feet, in one and a half miles, and then Ponte, 5,548 feet, two and a half miles farther. It is from here that the Albula route diverges to the left, Ponte is historically interesting as the scene of a desperate encounter between the Austrians and French a hundred years ago, when a fight for the bridge lasted for six hours in snow that in some places was five feet deep. The village of Madulain is reached in another three-quarters of a mile, and then follow five more villages in quick succession, namely Zuoz, Scamfs, Capella, Tinuchel, and Breil. A bridge above the last named, divides the upper from the lower Engadine, and already the region of pine woods and gorges has begun. Down the right bank of the river, the road now runs through a thick wood, to Zernetz, 4,910 feet, 17 miles from Samaden, and opens out into a wide basin. Zernetz was entirely destroyed by fire in 1872, so that the present buildings are modern, the inn is recrossed below the village, and another gorge is traversed until Sus, 4,689 feet, is reached three and a half miles farther. It is here, it may be remembered, that the Fluella Pass enters the Engadine. A level run of two miles brings one to Lavan, 4,690 feet, another rebuilt village, and with gradually increasing beauty, the road leads through a rocky gateway to Giasson, 
and thence through a larch wood and some meadows towards our debts four thousand eight hundred and twenty six feet five miles from lavin and commanded by the ruined castle of steinsberg picturesque indeed are the next four miles of road for it is often cut out of the solid rock and overlooks a magnificent gorge before bad tarasp is reached the castle which is illustrated on the opposite page comes into view tarasp three thousand nine hundred and forty six feet is a health resort with mineral springs and is very popular another and more strikingly situated sanatorium is that of vulpera half a mile up the hill to the right and effectively seen from the road it is schulz however that is the most finely situated village of the lower engadine of which it is the capital the panorama of mountains appears exceptionally grand for though they are over ten thousand feet in height the village itself is six thousand less so that the contrast is emphatic while the slopes are not so near as to be oppressive the neighbourhood abounds in calibit springs and also in delightful walks and the village is in every way a pleasant one to stay at for the tourist or the valetudinarian alike at the comfortable hotel post is an english-speaking landlord who is very amiably disposed towards cyclists and in every way ready to meet their wants or assist them with information as to their route we are now fifty miles from maloja and another ten will bring us to the austrian frontier at martinsbruck the scenery maintains its ravine-like character throughout but high up on the left is seen the charming village of sent the road then leads through crush four thousand and seventy-five feet in four and a half miles past Remus, with its ruined castle of chanoff to strada in another four and a quarter miles and along the last mile and a quarter to martinsbruck it is more picturesque than ever and fittingly concludes a sixty miles run of the beauties of which this brief and imperfect review affords a most inadequate conception End of chapter thirteen